Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked, uncensored at home. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. the Curve Queen at home. Yeah, it's DJ Damage Scruffy in at home. Listen, we don't want to do this like this, but we want to be in your houses, cars, and on your phones because I know that you're bored out of hell, bored as hell. I'm bored. Like, I need to get out. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> so, know. I know you're bored. What have, yeah, Jason, how do you make, like, spend this time in the house? Crying. <laughs> no, because think about it. I, I don't know the last time I've been home for longer than a week. Mm. Let alone be in the house for I don't even know what day we're on right now, but I've, I'm here mm. and I and I and just writing all these stories every day, watching the team write all these stories is just so depressing. <laughs> and I refuse to look at the scale because I knew I had to lose weight before this, but ain't no question I'm going straight to the doctor when I get out of here. So wait, you haven't been like taking walks and stuff like that. I have not been out the house. I took two walks. I'm afraid every time I go outside, I'll be looking it's for scary. Rona. I it's think scary. Rona is waiting at the elevator. No, it's really scary. Like I, I went out just real quick to do something. I ran in before we started and I was like, I got to wash my hands. I've got to wash my hands. I'm like paranoid about my hands and that I'm always ashy now. Why do black people have to personalize everything? Like when did coronavirus become Rona or Roro? Somebody, like, on, Roro. somebody online took the the um picture of what coronavirus the 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 actual virus looks like from the news and they put big ass hoop earrings and big red lipstick on it and they called it rona i didn't call it rona so don't bring no colorist type shit here no, no, i'm just it, saying it, it, you definitely didn't coin you know the the you know personalize it with calling it rona but it's just it's just caught on like wildfire now it's just mm -hmm. kind of crazy I but know. i did i did break the quarantine rule and i did have somebody spend two nights with me because I realized mm. that I was psychologically making myself sick because I hadn't had any affection. And I realized a couple of things. I realized that one, the human body needs to be touched. It just needs to be touched and you need you to be able yourself. to touch somebody. No, me and Pornhub <laughs> have become more acquainted than ever over the last couple of weeks. But like the human body needs to be touched. Hugging, like even if we see each other, a hug here, a handshake, like we need to have affection. Do you know what? Know. The, do you know what the biggest organ is on your body? The heart. Your skin. That's oh, okay. Why, that's why we, as human beings, we are social creatures. We need to be touched. Like it is a, it, it, we need to be physically, you know, just stimulated. I, trust me, I need some motherfucking physical stimulation, but my roster is not in this state. Your roster can get your ass sick. When somebody come to your house, you got to have a form for them like, who is you with, then who was they with, and then who do they be with? Before you, you walk in the, the door, it's like you take that you thing and like run it down their forehead, test for a fever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't lie. I, I did meet the person at the door with hand sanitizer. I did take their clothes off when they got in the room and put them in the washer and made them shower. They showered before they got here. So literally the only thing they washed was what they wore on the way to my house. But even then, like we kept the shoes by the door. Um and I have broken a couple rules. Like I did have my housekeeper come over. I did have my barber come over because I feel like you may as well go outside, motherfucker. Yeah, just go take. Just you go. May go as well go control. outside. From you're having every, everybody coming. The motherfucker from Trader Joe's. You know you're <laughs> fucking Mario the trainer. You, yeah, everybody's going over to Jason's house. But yet I haven't gotten an invite to use that fucking treadmill you bought. 
No, because you have a if treadmill? you no, I do have a commercial size treadmill that's actually right here in my living room. I just got a weight. We just got a weight set. I got a piano coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> a piano. Who plays the piano, Jason? Who no, plays I mean, the piano? In the Jason, no, I'm trying to learn how to play the piano. I have time. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> okay, wait, so damage. How how's your course going? Because I'm seeing it online oh. a lot. Congratulations! It Thank looks you. like you know it looks like it's going really well. So, what's the reception been to your your course? I can't lie, man. It's been amazing. We got my goal was to have 15 people signed up. We have 23 people signed up. So shout out to everybody supporting. We just did two webinars um, this past week. Free webinars for the people that's trying to gain their knowledge instead of watching Netflix and Hulu all day. There's some people that actually want to learn and elevate. So shout out to them. But it's not wrong with having fun. But Thank you, Melissa. It's been really good. It's been fun. So we'll make sure we'll make sure that we put the link up so people know where to go find it. I think that this is a time where everybody who's doing everybody who's sitting at home right now, although, yeah, you know, we're watching a bunch of Netflix and we're doing all that. You know, I've seen a lot of more people advertising on Hollywood Unlock than we ever have because they're figuring out how to convert their businesses to online Mm -hmm. trainers who want people to work out online. So I would say like, this is an opportunity for every individual who Mm -hmm. has any type of business or dream, like take this time to be creative and figure shit out because you may not get this type of downtime again. And Uh, piggybacking off, yeah, what you're saying, it's a lot of people that was like, well, if I just had the time, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do this. If you don't come out better from this quarantine with all this downtime, you were never meant to do what you were saying you was going to do. Facts. Like, there's so much time to learn anything. So, like, y'all got to take advantage of it. Facts. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was literally in front of the TV, and I just looked at it, and all the streaming services that I have, I was like... I don't fucking want to watch anything. I'm done. I'm done. I've been working a lot, but I just was like, I can't do this anymore. This it's overwhelming. The TV. And if <laughs> I can't with the Tiger King shit. I just can't. I, just I love can't. the Tiger King. I love the Tiger King. In fact, it's so crazy how all he wanted to do was be famous. And now he's infamous. He's beyond yeah. famous. Joe he's, Exotic will get out and he could be anything he want and get anything he want. So when you go to Atlantic City, they're going to have Tupac. It's going to be Biggie. It's going to be weirdly Donald Trump. And, then and Tiger Joe King. Ex- yeah. yeah, the Tiger King. Yeah. I, <laughs> that documentary was, well, I can't unsee it. That's for sure. Carol definitely killed her husband. But do you want to unsee it though? Like we need, like I was, I saw Nicole Richie recently on Mike uh, Kelly and Ryan. And I was thinking, I remember the simple life reality Mm. show. That Mm -hmm. was like the greatest train wreck ever. It was probably the best, one of the best, if not the best reality show on TV. Joe exotic is like, I would watch him on reality TV because the motherfucker is crazy on top of, on top of luring young men into relationships with men, such a predator. He, he ran. He ran predator. for governor. Like, who did you think was going? And, and people kind of voted for him. He he had a little bit of people that voted for him. That motherfucker was crazy. Middle yeah, America no, is crazy. He was nuts. The part of the part about Tiger King that was just really, you know, me this just disturbing to me was the animal cruelty. That was the part that just yeah. was very difficult to stomach you know there was that one scene where it was like the tiger was giving birth and they took that like rod and they pulled her newborn baby away from her and then dragged it under the fence i was like i can't watch this i I can't oh maybe i missed that part i didn't see that yeah the just it's obvious to see that these animals are 
mistreated, you know? And then when that next player came in, Jeff and his wife, oh my, oh my God. These people are just, they're- The crazy part with Carol is she's trying to rescue these animals. She's exactly look, the same as them, if not it, worse, because she killed her husband her and fed him to cats. You can't tell like, her nothing. Nope, the facility was so poor. It was like, you're getting all this money from donations, websites, YouTube, and you can't put up a better gate for the lions and tigers. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. It was crazy. No, it, it's gross. I mean, like, listen, in our, in our hot topics, we got a story. Joe Exotic files $94 million civil rights lawsuit against his former business partners. So, you know, let's 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 catch up with this shit. That's a lot and do of not, money. Do not make fun of me, people, because it's it about that time. Okay. You know what I love about you putting on those glasses, though? It's like every man has this sexual fantasy of what his online or video vixen model looks like. And bitch just pulled out bottle caps. She said, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you uh, teacher's assistant tees and don't care. But you're still I, hot. You're I mean, still hot. Really, I appreciate really that. Fantasy, the teacher, the sexy teacher with the glasses. I've done that before and I always had glasses on. So now these readers, they're really, because listen, the print, it's really, it's really small. Okay. Wait, wait, the print is small. Who? The print. Listen, this is the only, this this. is the only small print that I'll have anything (laughs) to do with. I thought she was talking to damage. I was like, Mm. wow, that's not good marketing. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Okay. So wait, let's check this out. Three days before the Netflix uh, uh, release of Tiger King, Joe Exotic had filed a $94 million federal civil rights lawsuit from prison against his former business partners and government agencies for entrapment. Mm. Well, really? Okay, we're going to talk about entrapment in a second. Um, The lawsuit states that Big Cat Rescue CEO Carol Baskin, informant James Gerritsen, and former business partner um, Jeffrey Lowe, the scoundrel, and his federal wildlife uh, agent planned to have him captured for two murder-for-hire schemes. Uh, He's currently serving a 22-year prison sentence after being convicted of hiring a hitman to kill Baskin. Uh, he also wants $78.8 million for 18 years worth of research, loss of personal property, and the care of 200 tigers. He's seeking another $15 million for false arrest, false imprisonment, discrimination, malicious prosecution, selective enforcement, and the wrongful death of his mother, Shirley. I can't pronounce his last name. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to try it. Uh, yeah. So give, how many give, years? Joe his, give Joe his money. How many years has Joe been locked up so far? Um. It's only been a couple of years because all of this was, yeah, it hasn't been that long because all of this was kind of like unfolding up until like 2016, 2017. So, um, but the entrapment thing, listen, let me tell you something. That motherfucker looked like he he would do. What what did he feel entrapped by? He, he trapped himself. (laughs) He trapped himself in his quest to be famous. He lost sight of shit. That's how he, that's how Jeff was able to get the farm. Well, not the farm, the, 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 the whole sanctuary out from underneath of him because he thought he was being slick. Jeff got to be from Oakland or he's Nigerian because he scammed the fuck out of Joe. Did he not finesse him? And then the scene where he went in the office and was secretly filming him finessing him out of his whole company like i'm sorry you can't run in hollywood unlocked and run that shit on me the crazy part is how much documentation joe had for everything they were recording everything he's like, oh, i'm gonna drop a grenade here and i'm gonna shoot this person here it's like <laughs> what are you doing joe we, we, like- po- we posted a video today on hollywood unlocked where joe was saying 
he don't think black if, if black people could use the n-word so can he or something like that no joe, he didn't joe is a fool but you know what <laughs> listen i'll tell you this I'm looking. One thought that I had in watching Tiger King was, how is he with three niggas and I like that love him enough to marry him and I ain't got one. How? You I got. You have a roster, I, Jason. Whatever. You, know, you keep bringing in pianos and treadmills. You need to bring some damn baby lions in there, and then it'll help you. No, I know, but listen, I just I I, I I just don't understand. I mean, at least all my guys got their teeth. Hmm. You that know what's part. ironic about all this? He has two husbands, and what all brought them together was pussy. That part. Think on that. <laughs> but then again, shit. Most most of the guys that I got got they, they like pussy too. So everybody liked the pussy cat. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, everybody in that. Let me tell you something. Uh, I put a poll up on my page asking five questions. So did Carol Baskin kill her husband and feed him to the cats? And everybody was just like, unequivocally, yes. She she just just bathed him in sardine oil and fed him to the fucking cats. Two, did Joe, who was the one that burnt down the studio? Overwhelming Mm. people said it was Joe. I think Joe burnt the studio down too. And what made me think that was when they were interviewing him about it burning down, how he had to keep doing different takes. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. ain't got to do takes on being mad that somebody burnt your shit down. Mm-hmm. Mean, meanwhile, what I thought was so shady about the editing, because the editors were shady as fuck. When Carol was, when they would talk about Carol, how she was this, she was that, they would show her riding her bike really slow with the music. I was like, y'all some shady motherfuckers. The editing was really, really, really what good. What was her I greeting? Do... Hello, kittens and kittens. What was she saying? She's so creepy. What did she say? What's up, cats and kittens? <laughs> she is creepy. I yo. was just like, oh my God, these people. I can't. And can I be honest with you? Before Tiger King, I knew nothing about this world. Like, I knew no, no way. About the big cat world? No, I didn't know nothing about that. Did you? I only I knew didn't... about it because. I had friends go to Miami and they would take pictures with all these exotic animals. They're like, you got to go to the exotic zoo. And I would see it every summer when people go to Miami, I would see these pictures. So that's how I caught wind of it. Didn't know know there was some in middle America though. When I was on Tinder, there seemed to be like this massive explosion of dudes posing with tigers. I said, Mm -hmm. why the fuck is this a thing? I don't get it. So that was the first time that I noticed that people like to pose with these big cats. I would just, I'm sorry. I'm an a real animal rights you know, got, kind of advocate. I, Please don't pose with these animals. They are treated in, like, you know, inhumanely. Please stop. It's just well, not. I've okay. never, I don't Elephants understand. Elephants in Thailand, stop. I don't understand what, well, well. I know. We can't ride no elephants either? No. No, no. You know what it takes to get animals to behave like that in order for you to get up on their back and ride them? It's not okay. These are wild animals. They should be left the fuck alone. Well, There's I'm, no more wild for them. I'm going to Thailand when we get out of here, and my big ass is getting up on an elephant. Don't so. get on an elephant, please. I mean, that's Don't about the it. only thing I'm going to be riding, so. When you see the elephant shake like this, that means they're in tremendous stress. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. go to the zoo. I hate the zoo. The zoo. Is well, like, the thing that Joe Exotic and this whole Tiger King is doing is, I really feel like it's bringing out the worst in the world because OJ Simpson has clearly been watching too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He put his two cents in, and he is convinced that Carol Baskin turned her husband into um, uh, tiger sashimi. 
Um, <laughs> like the rest of social media. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. This has got to happen again. The readers are coming back on. It should I be like a are. song. That I'm just going to keep these fuckers on. Okay. Like the rest of social media, OJ Simpson has turned into Netflix's current and most popular show, Tiger King. And he's fully convinced that Carol Baskin turned her husband, Don Lewis, into Tiger Sashimi. Well, you would know. Now, wouldn't you, Mr. Simpson? Mm. Um, current speculation is that Baskin fed her husband to a tiger and Simpson took to his own Twitter account to sound off. And he says, I watched about six episodes of this show and I couldn't believe what I was looking at. White people, what's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone. <laughs> this show is crazy, but it's so crazy. You kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that lady's husband is Tiger Sashimi right now. I'm just saying, take care and I hope you find something better to watch. I OJ, shut the fuck up. But the crazy OJ. part about this is OJ, you know, because you got away with it, nigga. <laughs> That part. Dumbass. Like, how, what, what I don't understand is, and I'm going to tell you, the only thing I could think of when I saw this story on Hollywood Unlocked was OJ Simpson has to have a really good social media team that's showing him how to build followers. Like, mm -hmm. just keep saying dumb shit, like, go outside with gloves on. Or, or he said, said something recently about somebody that left the glove or lost the glove, or I don't know. He's Let stupid. me tell you something. If I was one, if I was a family member of one of his victims... I would be, I'd be so angry that this motherfucker is making jokes about the way in which he got away with murder. Like, I would be so pissed. I would, I would have thought OJ would have disappeared by now. Like, just get out of prison. You know, you your whole life is just, it's, at this point, it's really summed up to be nothing. Jason. Fame is a hell of a drug. You've said that. Okay. I That's keep saying it. Too. There is no is methadone clinic for that. Okay. My, so my once mommy. you've been bitten by that shit, you want it all the time. He got out of prison and he was like, hand me my phone. How do I do this? You know, twatter thing. Yeah. How do I do this? Okay. Yeah. That was fucking OJ Simpson. And now yeah. he's entertaining us by making fun of his former, you know, of, by making fun of his fucking victims. And I said methadone. My mama was on methadone. I remember going with her to the methadone clinic. It was like she's still on drugs. Mm. Is methadone the thing? Is, is a, a sub, the substitute for drugs? It's a it's a thing they use to wing you off of the drugs. Yeah, it's yeah. A, ju a juice you drink. Oh no. Mm. I wonder what it's like. No, we don't wonder what it's okay, like. Okay, I don't. I don't know. I don't wonder what it's like. Drugs to get to it. It ain't I like. I don't wonder what it's it ain't like. like sipping Robitussin. I know. Okay. Well. You Get know. you a little um, testing. Okay, so let me tell you guys something about. Uh, did you see the Amazon driver that was spitting on packages? What yeah, is going on? He, with he the lost his job. Here? He lost. Okay, his job. so he lost his job. I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll read this and then we gotta talk about this because I just, I just, I just don't understand people like. Last week, a disturbing clip surfaced of an Amazon delivery man hawking spit into his hand and then wiping it all over a package he delivered in the front home, front door of a home in California. Uh, Amazon spoke with TMZ and explained that they were aware of the situation after a neighbor had reached out to them about the incident. And they also told the news site uh, that the guy was from a third party service, lies, um, and noted he was possibly back on the job after what went down. However, they said they notified the right teams intern internally and will work with the customer directly on matters related to their package delivery. Um, well, after condemning the disgusting act and looking into it, the spitter has been fired from his job, according to the latest update by TMZ. And 
It's unclear if law enforcement is going to get involved or is Amazon or if Amazon has threatened potential legal action. Um, he should be charged with attempted murder. Attempted murder. murder? Okay, if he's got if he's got the Rona, then yes. But the we Rona. don't know that he has the Rona. He's but had, what's he the got point a, he got of an spitting in your hand and wiping it on a package if what's you're the, not? What's the point of scratching your ass and sniffing your fingers? But most men do it. Mm-mm. Damage? Do you do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jason, do you do that? Yes, I, may, you I do. may have done it once or twice. <laughs> I thought when I seen this, I thought this was a Florida man story for sure. I was so Absolutely. surprised. Absolutely, this Wait, happened. Melissa, good old California. Melissa, mm. you never scratched your ass and smelled your fingers. No, I don't. I know. Yes, you did. No, Melissa. I have not. You want to know why? Because I know my ass smells like peaches because I I constantly wash it. Not after you take a shit. With don't. peaches. Listen. It oh, by be. the way, guess what? I got toilet paper delivered to the house. <laughs> why are we excited about toilet paper? I have he more said, toilet paper I- than I need. Well, it send really, me some. Really... I'm on my last good roll. Really? What? what? Just, just that's okay. Just get a good bar of soap. And I just... got wipes for days. Oh, okay. One, well, then you're one good. more thing. Damage. Listen, I can spare one a square. More. Okay. I'll, I'll have some. I'll have some sent over to you. Okay. I'll, I'll don't do it. Don't, don't do it yet. Just wait to see how another week plays out. We no, li- for... no, 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 no. Listen, I got 24 rolls of three ply delivered to my house. So I think I think I'm good for like maybe the next year and a half. I got we, one ass. I just need one more roll. Now, right, I, was, now I was thinking about, um, you know, just I know we we're done with the Amazon boy, but Amazon do he just put him in jail. But I was thinking about maybe like figuring out a way to turn my living room into a gym and charge a membership and so bring more people in there. Wait, instead Jason. of instead of like fifty dollars a month to the gym, you pay you pay like twenty five dollars a session. Ah. at the apartments and then you're gonna like clean everything down or have somebody yeah like what i do gonna... maybe what i do is hire somebody from um home depot you know those people that be standing outside you think they still out there they out there i went to home depot the other day to go buy a mask they're there listen there's traffic up the road on wilshire boulevard from my house okay like it, this is bullshit the people are not adhering to this, you know, stay in wait, shelter you, in place look, thing. Wait, before you get all serious, couldn't we get somebody to dress up in a hazmat suit, stand outside my door to charge people, sanitize <laughs> them, put them in a hazmat suit so they could work out in. Then when they're done, they walk right out. We 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 spray the room with Febreze and Lysol or whatever. And then, you know, the cash at me a payment. Boom. You are very I, I enterprising, try. Jason. So if there's a way, if there's a will, there's a way. Especially because you got that treadmill in there. I ain't gonna do that. I'm I'm pissed off. I'm just playing. We've started Quarantine Chronicles on Instagram over at Hollywood Unlocked, talking to people about staying in the house. We've had Amber Rose. We've had Tamar Braxton. We got, I don't know, Tiffany Haddish. We got more people coming. So stay in the house. I was just joking. Yeah, and I've been getting a lot of calls from my friends. They're like, oh, man, I'm sick of being at home. I'm temporarily laid off. I'm like, welcome to my life. You know, like, I don't want to hear you complain about what I've been living the past two years. Get Mm. over it. That Get part. over it. Have yeah. some fun. Read a book. Okay. Well, another thing that popped up, <clears throat> Drake finally showed off his um his son, his progeny. Uh, he shows off his son Adonis and his baby mama, um, which mm-hmm. was followed by a bunch of other photos. And uh, he posted a very lengthy caption with the pictures. 
You know you got to give them some some game. I don't want to. I don't want to go into that long ass post. But what I, I will say, listen, was, I I'm just gonna write read the first line, and then okay, okay, this will just okay. show people why most of us checked out after we read this first line. <laughs> what is most important for you right now is to connect to your own inner light. I was like, nigga. I, 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 that's it. I'm not reading the rest of this. You don't shit. like to connect to your inner life. Yeah, I, I ain't. I'm. I'm not connecting to motherfucking shit. Okay, I'm having a hard enough time connecting to the internet. Fuck my inner light. Okay, like seriously. When you, when, when Congratulations you, on your beautiful child. Honestly, when you and Drake used to date, is this how he talked to you? Yeah. How did he help you with your inner light, your inner being? I mean, because you both are from Toronto, so like, what was the conversation like? Uh, what was the conversation like? Um, we would talk a lot about, um, a lot about music, a lot. As a matter of fact, I put him on to several, uh, to a couple of artists and he ended up doing, uh, a track with one of them. I never saw any money, but which, hey, there's which, that. Which artist? Which, who was that? I introduced him to, uh, this, uh, artist named NECA spelled N-N-E-K-A. She's I believe she's half Nigerian and half German, big Afro. She's got like a kind of like Bob Marley vibe to her music a little bit. And they did a song um, together? No, not. No. Guess who he did a fucking song with? He fe he was featured on Ooh. Little Dragon. Ooh. Oh, really? Uh, you, mm -hmm. you look like you listen to Little Dragon. She I'm does. obsessed she's... with Little Dragon. Wait, so I mean, I know I know Drake, too, but I don't know him from the same way you do. Uh, is he an emotional guy personally when it comes to like him with girls then, like he is in his music? He's a Scorpio. So yeah, they we're, we're, we're pretty charismatic Crazy. people. We can make you feel like you're the only person in the room, the Crazy only person manic. in the world. Well, listen, yeah. I love the fact that Drake uh, put out the, the photo of his child on his terms. I mean, the mm -hmm. explanation for doing it was rather long and, and too much. But, I mean, his his baby looks exactly like his mom. I thought that was, like, really ironic because he loves his mom, you know, a lot. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. And I felt like the baby mom cleaned up nice. She was looking nice and studious. That was a good family. They said it was an awkward family photo, but I thought it was a good family photo. I thought it was nice. She looked like a really decent looking mother i didn't know she was a porn star i mean i, did, I maybe i did know she was a porn star she's like a soft porn star like basically like a like the, what those girls be doing on like only fans and stuff like that's that's soft no that's porn that's porn i mean porn some of them do do some porn there. but i you know but like you it's Google but like, her, she's has, getting a lot of soft porn it's her vagina out there though i haven't seen it not that in the I research i've done I I just like it. a lot of oiled cheeks I'll say this, like I, you know, in the comment section, people kind of like roast her for not being that attractive. Maybe I got different eyes, but I think she's, no, she's I think she's, I think she's, she's pretty. pretty. I think yeah. she's pretty too. I think she's pretty. And that body of hers will. Listen, shit. she has a fat ass, which we all heard yeah, Drake does. loves girls with fat asses, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I have nothing negative to say about the girl. She didn't. I just what did they want her to look like? I don't know. People on the comments, it'd be like people ugly, want no people, people wanted ugly. people wanted like, Drake to end up with a black girl. That's what they wanted. They wanted him to end up with a black girl, have progeny with, with a black girl. They're like they just they, a lot of people are disturbed by that. Hey, why cry over fucking yet. spilt milk? It's He's done. Not done. He's got yet. a beautiful kid. She seems milk, cool. Milk, milk is white too. Was that a joke? No, it's a phrase. <laughs> it's a phrase. So uh, and clearly, that's the, milk, it. the milk wasn't spilled too much if she got pregnant. 
I d- apparently not. There was there seems to have been no spillage I mean, I don't in that wanna, little situation. I don't even want to. I would love to see what Drake looks like when he comes, though. That really disturbed me. <laughs> no, because I just because like some of these rappers who are just so like testosterone-ish, like a uh, fucking. That's not Drake. No, no, not not Drake at all. But I just want to see like, does he cry? You know, does he hold on to the pillow? <laughs> Melissa, y'all never had sex. It's not like anybody will believe me if if I you know when I say no. Yeah, so what does it matter? That's true. That's true. Like people people equate dating you, with Melissa. fucking, and no, it's just like that's true. You know me. I can date a motherfucker for six years and just you know keep keep them on a loop. So, but you know, it's there's no point in me saying that we didn't. But well, the old Jason couldn't date for six minutes without hitting it. But I'll tell you this: the new Jason, the quarantine Jason, the coming out of this shit Jason, I am not giving myself to nobody else who won't give me what I give them. Okay. Amen. Okay. Talk about that inner light, Jason. Because I think, that, I, mean, I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's really, that really goes back to self-worth, right? Like when you mm-hmm. have the self-value, the self-love, the self-worth, you, you, know, you know, to give away yourself so freely. I mean, I just looked at it as a matter of convenience. Like it's just easy for me to bring somebody and bring somebody. But then like, who wants to be with somebody like that? I have to become the person that I want to date. So I got to clean it up. Well, look at you. Look what this quarantine is doing for you, all enlightened and shit. Yeah, but I'm not going to find them in L.A. or even probably in the United States. So I'm definitely going, if I can't find them in Texas, I'm going to uh, different parts of the world. I I need to get out. There's so many people around the world. Like, the one may be on that flight. You know, Mm. you got to take that flight. And Mm -hmm. then Rona might be on that flight, so be careful. Well, Rona ain't fuck. I ain't fuck with Rona. I really think I've already caught it. I'm waiting on my doctor to tell me that. The tests are available for the antibody because if I've caught it, then you could still catch it again, but you still are, you're a little bit more immune to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm convinced that it was all, that it was here last year. Don't you remember like in October, November, December, everybody was on their fucking deathbed. Like I was talking to people all over the, like friends all over the world. 75% of the people I knew had gotten really really ill a, a handful of them had been had gone to the hospital were having respiratory issues like couldn't move and i was like is this some kind of virulent strain of the flu like what the fuck is going on everybody was talking about it i think it was here last year no, well and sure. and i think the cough that i had it was so hard that even when i've gone back to the gym and gotten on the treadmill my lungs have felt different since, since I was yeah. coughing so hard. Wow. So I just hope that, uh, I hope that everybody's being safe. I know that I'm going to do my part. We're all staying inside. We hope your ass is staying inside. Do you uh, guys know anybody no. that has, um, you know, personally that has, uh, tested positive and has been symptomatic or has passed away? Like I know a, a few friends, you know, who have had family members pass away, um, in Same. New York, um, and friends in New York. Have, do you guys know anybody personally that's been, Affected by it. I mean, there's like, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No, just like you, I had a friend who just lost their aunt recently to the coronavirus. And then I have a a personal friend who flew from out here in LA to New York for support for the coronavirus. And I was asking her, I'm like, yo, so what's going on? What is it like? She's like, I haven't wrapped this many bodies in my life. Yeah. A friend of mine told me today that her friend's uncle, who was in his mid 40s, recently died from coronavirus and he was healthy and there were no underlying issues. So like those kind of conversations really scare me because it's almost like it's just that 
silent killer that you can inhale then all of a sudden you have you know not that long to live and he got sick uh in february and what it's april 2nd or whatever today april 1st now and you know the person's dead so yeah. yeah, like they're setting up like, you know, makeshift hospitals like under tents in fucking Central Park in New York. That shit is Yeah, but that's that because they, that's because in major cities like New York and LA, people are not adhering to the stay-at-home orders where they can start to get their arms around this. I've said it on live many times, and I'll say it today, like if you just, you know, my background before entertainment, I worked in the healthcare industry. So I already know how strained nurses and healthcare professionals are, how low staffing uh, st- uh staffing standards have been in hospitals to um all over california without the coronavirus now you think about a hospital where you may have say 30 icu beds in icu the nurse to patient ratio is one to one so if you have mm-hmm. if you have 30 40 beds you have 30 40 nurses already if you have 100 cases show up that are critical they can't they can't help they can't help 70 to 60 to yeah. 70 of those cases so this is why I keep trying to say, like, it's not even about whether you catch it and and can survive it just alone. It's can you catch it and then will care be available to you if you need mm-hmm. care? If there yeah. are no care, if yeah. there's no ventilators, there's no ICU bed, you're fucked. Yeah, I think for everybody who's, you know, not adhering to the shelter in place and, you know, quarantine mandate mandates are, you know, and. If you're an essential worker, then, you know, obviously I'm not including you this, but people who are just like out hanging out, fucking block parties and shit like that. Like, like just being it's, reckless. It, being reckless. It's such it's such a level of disrespect to the medical professionals that are risking their lives no, that every are dying, single day that and are that dying. are dying. And there's a nurse we wrote about in Italy who committed suicide because she was afraid to infect patients. And then today we wrote a story where a DJ uh, just said, care for these other sick people, and he died because he refused care so they get to care for other people. And if yeah. you want to be a selfish asshole, think about you're ruining your own pockets because as long as you're outside being a dumbass, they're going to keep pushing these quarantine stay-at-house uh, laws further and further. You won't get back to work. You're going to be poor. So if you want to play that game, at least think about yourself. If you want to be selfish and stupid being outside, the longer you go outside playing these games, they keep extending these things, you won't get back to work. What are you going to do? So well, the, scary, the scariest part is, is that 3 million people have already applied for unemployment insurance, you know, and the, the projection is that 50 million people will be out of work. The, that is a depression. That's not a recession. That is a depression. And look how long it took us to recover from the recession in 2008, 2009. It took years to get back on track. This is unprecedented. Like, I don't even think that this can even be compared to the depression in 1929. It's just different because the population is different. It has grown exponentially since then. I love the fact that one of the reporters in the White House press corps asked asked President uh, Trump, sorry, I almost Mm. threw off the time, asked President (laughs) Trump, if he thought about calling Clinton or Obama to help him fix this mess, I thought. That, oh shit! I that, wish and, I'd seen the his, answer to that. To that, his face when they said that. I mean, he was. He, well, he's already orange, but he, he turned red. A, he turned a whole different shade of orange. But look, we're we just hope everybody's staying safe. But yes. uh, let's get into something a little bit more positive. We got, um, yes. you know, I online we had posted this girl Nia Dennis. She is. A young lady from UCLA. She's a gymnast, black gymnast, who did mm-hmm. uh, a performance to Beyonce's 
multiple Beyonce songs or whatever went viral and she's been doing her rounds everywhere. And I wanted to get her on Hollywood Unlocked because I know we have a lot of people who are looking for an inspiring story right now or something positive because we are living in a world where we're reporting on Corona virus every day. So we got Nia Dennis. We have Nia Dennis uh, in the studio with us today. She is a junior over at UCLA, and she is also a gymnastics um, just phenom. She blew us away with her floor routine to Queen Beyonce's music. Yes, which you know. And she ended up. You know, I love. She ran away with Beyonce. Beyonce with me just ran away. <laughs> exactly. So she uh, she floored the world with her floor routine, pun intended, uh, where she scored a 9.975 out of 10 uh, to Queen Beyonce's music. We have Nia Dennis in the studio with us hey. today. <laughs> Damage, that was so annoying. I'm a fan. Hi, <laughs> Nia. You. Hello. What yeah, up? And I- and I think we all are. I mean, we're, you know, we, of course, you know, saw you become an internet sensation on Hollywood Unlocked and around the world when we were posting you and your uh, tribute to Beyonce. Um, and how did that, I mean, how did that all come about? Um, well, actually, I used to go to Battle of the Bands every year around Thanksgiving time because I have family that lives in New Orleans. So we would go kick it at the Battle of the Bands. It was a big, like, it was a big thing in our family, so I would go every year, and I was really inspired by majorette dancers and, of course, the the band members. Everybody was doing covers of songs. It was really, like, exciting. So I wanted to bring, like, some of that culture, some of my family culture and just some of the culture to the gymnastics world. And it was pretty ironic how basically Beyonce dropped her homecoming album around the same time that season would be. So everything kind of fell into place with the vision that I wanted to do for this year's routine. You were the definition of an athlete in the zone. You know, it could be compared to like Dwayne Wade in the 2003, um, you know, NBA finals. What was it like actually, you know, being in that moment? Because I mean, it just, your, your performance was effortless. And it's just like, I always, I'm always curious to, to want to ask an athlete, like, what is that moment like um, where you get into that kind of headspace of doing what you did? Thank you. Well, um, actually, that routine that went viral was actually my birthday. It's my 21st mm-hmm. birthday. So typically, me days, I have a lot of adrenaline. But because mm-hmm. it was my birthday, it was like double the adrenaline. And I was really just enjoying like the time that I was able to be with my team, be competing and doing exactly what I love, being in my element, just kind of doing my thing, not really overthinking, but more underthinking, if that makes sense. <laughs> How, how much work goes into the prep, uh, preparation of a routine like that? Because it was so many different parts. And I was like, yeah. how long does it usually take to put that together? Um, well, I started that routine last summer and preseason starts wow. around September. So I was pretty much working on it at the beginning of the summer in June and then just perfecting it little by little, just like all summer, all preseason. Wow. Now, do you ever get nervous? Because when I see you all doing that, I mean, I don't have any talent whatsoever in the world that would allow me to do anything close to phenomenal as that. Do you get nervous because everybody is, I mean, there's half the people, most of the people in the room are wanting to see you do something really, really exciting. And then some people don't want you to be better than them. So there's a lot of pressure. Right. There is a lot of pressure and I do get a lot a nervous a lot of times, but um, I think those nerves kind of fuel my fire a little bit and then I kind of just work through the nerves with like mental cues mental preparation because it's all just a mind game honestly like being able to 
turn it on when you need to turn it on and turn it off when you need to. <laughs> but when you were going to do that, did you say, like, in your mind, were you like, I'm about to go kill this shit? Like, I already know <laughs> I got it. I'm not afraid of falling. Yeah. I know where to yeah. land. <laughs> and I'm going to give all the right sass during the performance. Like, did you did you have that confidence? I did have that confidence. I could feel it. I was nervous at first a little bit, um, but then my teammates kind of calmed me down. And then, then I was like, oh, okay, for sure I got this. <laughs> kind of stepped into that into that persona, like my alter ego kind of. Mm. Who's your alter ego? Does it have a name like Sasha Fierce being um, Beyonce's? Like- currently it's Cinnamon. <laughs> it's in the process of being something different, but that that's what it is right now. <laughs> Now, have you heard from Beyonce yet? Has she said, I mean, I know you were on Ellen recently and Ellen said that Beyonce had said she was proud of you or, or whatever, but has she sent you an Ivy Park box? Like, have you gotten a gift, something? You're 21 no, now. I, Wait, you're 21. Did you get an Ace of Spades bottle yet? Hey, go pull I up. wish. Um, you know, her publicist actually reached out to me um, uh, kind of a long time ago, but it wasn't really more than just like a congratulations and, you know, that's a big honor, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what's happening, but Yvette is sweet. Yeah. When it comes to um, developing floor routines like that, what are some of the things that you know you have to put um, include in the floor routine in order to like? What are the qualifications like for um, mm-hmm. a routine? Okay, um, so all of to be able to score ten points, your whole routine mm-hmm. has to add up to ten points. Okay, so what 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 is a point like? You uh, know, a, a physical movement. What is what equals a point? Like a gymnastic skill, so like a whole tumbling pass. Depending mm-hmm. on how what you do and how difficult it is, is basically mm-hmm. how many points it's worth. Um, mm-hmm. It's really confusing. They're like worth letters, <laughs> numbers, math. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you need like um a certain set of skills that equal 10 points and that includes like leaps and then the dance and like music is kind of much pretty much up to you and then that's where you get to be creative and like put your own input on it do judges have lean towards a certain type of music that they traditionally like because i read um somewhere that you know you really push the envelope when it comes to um the diversity of the music that you like to perform to is there some is there music I mean, that judges she, tend to she you know she, sco- she could have used two chains <laughs> i mean i Maybe what would time. happen if you came out with a routine to a two chains song you know right. would the judges be looking at you like frowning or would you know what would happen um <laughs> you know in the past music used to be very classical really artistic kind of ballerina type and over the over the years it's definitely evolved so I feel like my time is kind of perfect where like it's evolved enough where that I can step out with Beyonce music or teacher music and not get a bunch of like hate thrown at me but also like I'm still getting looks or like you could still get looks you see the judges you see it on their face or you know um you can definitely feel like that tension a little bit but I definitely think it's evolved enough is is it because is it because the judges in the industry of gymnastics are very um, uh, conservative? I mean, mm. I mean that they just don't. Want, I mean, because pushing the envelope. What does that mean when it comes to the culture? Right, like nobody's really right. talking about uh, the sport unless it's you or Simone Biles. Just I mean, at least from where I sit. So I mean, right. why not? Why not embrace that and look at you as 
culture leaders for gymnastics and the fact that you're setting an example for other young girls, whether they're girls of color or not, to, to look at this as a, a, ra- a route to maybe take their lives. Right. I mean, I hope that's what the image I'm portraying to young women and other people around me. But, um, you know, there's always going to be bias in your own opinions and judges' mm-hmm. opinions. And you can't, I can't control what they give me or want to think at the end of the day. So I just might as well go do me, have fun, you know, set the tone a little bit for other young women growing up into the, into the sport. What's the big picture look like? Like what's ideally the next big thing that you would want to do? Um, I mean, gymnastics, well, my gymnastics career is going to be over after college, after I graduate next year. Um, I tried to go to the Olympics in 2016, but I actually tore my Achilles only three months before the Olympics. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was really kind of hard to come back from that. Just like I sacrificed a lot. I was training like 40 hours a week to go to the Olympics. I represented Team USA for a couple international assignments and then the end goal was the Olympics, you know? So mm. it just felt like everything kind of fell through the cracks, just like sh- my goals and dreams shattered when I didn't make those Olympics. And then coming to UCLA, just kind of, it was really, it was really hard at first, kind of had to dig deep within myself to like make myself want to continue to do gymnastics after I tore my Achilles because I really wanted to quit. But um, so the end goal, <laughs> sorry long for the long story, uh, but I guess the big picture would be to graduate with my college degree from UCLA and then hopefully get into stunt doubling or something in entertainment, but kind of use like my gymnastics as a platform to kind of get my foot through the door a little bit. (laughs) But but why is it going to be over? Is that by choice or because you feel like, is it by choice? Yes, it's by choice. You don't want to keep going. I mean, now with all of the attention, because when I look at you and Simone, and I think about the relationship that I'm building with Serena Williams. And I think about an era when they were coming up in tennis, that there were probably no other young black girls that they could look to as an example. Right. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you do you not do you not feel that there's any um, thing to draw on to be that hope for young girls that are millennials now? Um, I do. But I also know that the culture of elite gymnastics and Collegiate gymnastics is completely different and injuries, my injuries are progressively getting worse. You know, my body's aging. So like I've, I've found love and happiness enjoying what I'm doing in collegiate gymnastics more than I was in elite gymnastics. So I want to continue on that positive, like happiness, like what I've built here at UCLA. Have you talked to Simone Biles since you've had the um, notoriety for, for uh, what you've done? Um, I haven't recently um just so there's a lot of going a lot of things going on and i know she was training for this year's olympics and um our season kind of got cut short in the middle so there's just a lot going on so i know we're a little busy so no <laughs> hmm. we have yeah how did how did the um the pandemic and now the you know the the shelter in place order how did that like you know alter um you know the rest of your um scholastic kind of season you know gymnastics and education wise um education wise everything is online now (laughs) as you (laughs) as you know here we are online Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. the rest of the quarter all classes all meetings all academic meetings everything is set up online through the ucla website and then Mm -hmm. our gymnastics season is just over (laughs) we were about to get into postseason we still had our senior meet 
Pac-12 championships, regionals, nationals, all the good juicy stuff that everybody's waiting for. It's kind of um, disheartening a little bit, just like we worked so hard all season, all preseason. And it just was like, it kind of seemed to be like the peak of our season and like the peak of my gymnastics season. Um, and then it was just gone like that. And that's, yeah, that's kind of hard, but. So how are you, how are you dealing with all the notoriety now? I mean, like you, you, you know, people knowing who you are, you're visible, right? I mean, you know, we slid in your DMs to get you here on the show. Um, how are you dealing with all the notoriety? Um, I think, I mean, I honestly just feel so honored and overwhelmed with like a bunch of love and positivity, which is all I hope to project and put out into the world. And it's just great to know that I'm receiving it back and just, and I feel like I'm not really doing anything but what I love to do, which is gymnastics. So it's honestly amazing. One of my favorite moments about your um, your performance was at the very end when you kind of put the shape of a crown on top of your head. <laughs> was that a planned move or was that just an impulsive move? Um, it was a planned move. Um, okay. Kind of each of our routines have a little theme. So like mm -hmm. I told you, my theme was majorettes and... Um, Last year, my theme was a crown or like the queen of like the Nile River. <laughs> so I kind of just took last year's queen theme and put it on. Beyonce is a queen. All young women are queens. <laughs> so, you know, like. That's I why I loved it. it <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I think it's amazing that, I mean, you've been able to be such a good example. And I think that, you know, in a time where we're reporting on the coronavirus and everything going on around the world, that's all things negative. It's it was it was necessary to talk to somebody who I think has been a light to a lot of people of color and specifically young black girls. And I think that mm -hmm. you you definitely you. did that. And you didn't do it. You know, you you show people that you can get all the attention you want from the world without having to sell your soul or do something negative or contribute to the chaos going in yeah. online. And so you should really be proud that just your God given talent did that. Thank you so much. Now, um, in preparation for all these routines and Olympics, it sounds like practice, practice, practice. What do you do in your personal life? Do you have time to have fun? <laughs> um, yeah, my schedule is pretty rigorous. Back-to-back um, -back meetings, practice, class. But I make sure to definitely take time for myself because it's just as important as making it to my meetings because I will take that time to myself, you know, like lack of sleep. So I definitely make sure I take time out to do me. I like to dance a lot. I just be dancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of dance classes, hang out with my friends. I also really enjoy going to like views. Like, what, 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 what do your DMs look like now? They're kind of crazy. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of DMs, a lot of crazy ones, nice ones. <laughs> So what's, 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 what celebrity guy has tried to get at you? Because I know somebody tried to get at you. I already know. <laughs> Nobody tried to get at me. <laughs> a little Duvall didn't slide in your DMs? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be very funny. <laughs> okay. That's well, listen, hilarious. we appreciate you taking time to come and uh, join our podcast and uh, just continue to do you and whatever you want to do. And we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Of, of course. course. Thank you so much, Nia. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. What up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment because we are reading.